0: This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast brought to you by the guys at FlyGuy.net and DBSW.net. Brought to you in part by BigBadToyStore.com, thousands of toys shipping worldwide. And also by Brian'sToys.com, Star Wars Vintage and Modern Toys, Games and Collectibles. Make sure to check out to choose FlyGuy.net. This is Episode 7, if I'm right.
1: It is isn't? indeed. It's episode
0: 7. episode 7. So we've yeah. broken our Lucas saga. We're now on to our, well I guess they had a Clone Wars movie, so we're quite not out of the um
1: the so That would be our episode 0. We'll count that as our Okay, 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 okay. So, so, yeah. so we're, 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 we're shredding on new territory now, right?
0: <laughs> it is. and uh, look, maybe we should say first of all thank you, by the way, to everybody. These people out there in uh, Twitter and Facebook land are just the nicest people in the world. They really are. They really are you get all this these stories about people, and I actually go to other YouTube pages and Facebook pages, and people are really horrible and yet when they talk about you and I they're so nice so all these high fives and uh, Friday followers, oh my god i've just uh, I'm bowled over by them I really am so um, Oh,
1: the the Friday followers are insane i uh and we, I mean we don't even have a podcast or a Twitter up <laughs> for the podcast or anything yet, but uh um uh, yeah, the, I, I can't even keep up with the Friday followers typically. And this week, I was like, you know what? I've gotten so many in the last few weeks. I'm going to do this. I'm going to respond to a bunch, and I had to do like four or five of of them of people that I like and was trying to recommend. And uh, I had to do four or five posts because, like, you know, Twitter only allows so many characters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to have to get through them and Well, but look, as a virtual thank you for anyone who's listening, uh, uh, I'm sure from both of us, thank you so much. It's very nice to get all this lovely feedback and Friday followers and. They're such a nice bunch of Star Wars people. They really are.
1: Yeah. And uh, oh. I think I think you and I are going to have to get off our butts and figure out a way to include more people in this because yeah. it sounds like people want to chat. And I, I would love to chat with more people. I mean, I I really enjoyed our uh, our our call with uh, Sith Lord a couple of weeks ago. Or sure. Or however long it was ago now.
0: Well, we know we can do it. It's just a case of, you know, sometimes there's technical hiccups and… And you yeah, know, you and I have a life in between, which is, I know, which is, you know, there is a life outside of Star Wars. So, uh, <laughs> so it's kind of hard squeezing it all in and uh, getting time to do it. But um, it's nice to see people are really so kind of thirsty for more content and and more of you and I having boring conversations.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: which, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I just want to warm while I'm sure. on the air and can do this. I want to apologize for our last episode taking so long to get up. Um, it's been, uh, it's been two weeks now and I, it's still not live. Uh, we had a couple technical glitches and, um, I do know how to edit audio, but it's not my forte. So it, it's taken me a little bit extra time. I had to chop it up a little bit and fix some, some, uh, as I said, technical difficulties with the podcast, but it'll be up. We'll have it soon. Uh, we'll be starting the contest with that. Um, do want me to go ahead and just mention the contest while go we're here? Go for it. Do it. Sure. Okay. So we That's have – new- uh, yeah, because Steve and I collect so many darn toys and have bought so many recently, um, we have a plethora of proofs to purchase. And right now Hasbro is offering two figures. Uh, it's only available for a couple more months. Um, and so for the next few weeks, um, I'm thinking we're going to do a once-a-week drawing. And you can win either the um, – oh, I should stipulate. This is only for U.S. and – Canadian customers only. Uh, I apologize to all of you international listeners out there. Uh, This is because of Hasbro. They only ship these to U.S. and Canada. Um, So I have a whole bunch of proofs of purchase, enough to send away at least four right now uh, that we can give away. And there will be details on the page. Uh, Basically, all you have to do is just retweet a comment that it's a little shameless self-promotion for us. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But. All you folks have to do is retweet that, and I will then put your name into the drawing. It's only going to be one 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 entry per person, uh, but the thing that I am going to do is I'm going to – if you enter for, the say, the first week and you don't win that week, your name will go into the next week's drawing. Uh, and so we'll just keep this going. And once you win, your name is pulled out from the drawing, of course. And, uh, yes, there will be details on the on the blog for this, uh, bcapodcast.com. Posterus.com, I believe it is.
0: Yeah, B-C-A-S-W.
1: B-C-A-S-W, that's right. <laughs>
0: but we'll we'll put uh, it on our sites anyway, so
1: yes, yes. Um, yeah, and so we'll be doing that. All you have to do is retweet. I will then put your name in a drawing, and we will I will fill out the the form for you with your address, or I'll contact you if you win. All that fun stuff. I'll fill it out, I'll you know, pay for the shipping and handling, and you will get a nice Boba Fett or Sergeant Brick. And, uh, yeah, we'll be doing that once a week for the next few weeks. And good luck, everybody.
0: So I'm going to win them all,
1: basically. Ah, <laughs> oh, but you can't because you were in Australia. Oh, ah, you're international damn it. Damn, <laughs> damn it. damn it, damn it. I know, you guys have to pay twice as much for figures. You can't play in the contest. <laughs> Don't so get me have stuck. i not like you guys.
0: I, I, I don't know. Do you know what? One of these days that I'm going to have a show where we're going to get some international people on. We're going to have a good old rant about things because if I hear one more person in the USA say, oh, fingers and toys that asked for $8.99, shut up. Stop. <laughs> we know they're really cheap for you guys. But, like, I know it's all relative and stuff, so. It is. It is. That, that's a good competition, man. I'm telling you, if I was, um, if I was eligible <laughs> – I would be retweeting. already have <laughs>
1: two, three of the fig already. No. <laughs> sorry. You can never have
0: um, enough Boba fits, That's for sure.
1: Yeah. But. Speaking of contests, uh, I just uh, Star Wars Action News is having a pretty cool contest. We right are, now. yeah. There was a uh, Disney just released a whole bunch of these little minifig kind of figures. Mm,
0: Vinylmation, yeah. Yeah, they're kind
1: of like the, they're kind of like the little Kubricks. Only they got Mickey Mouse ears, and uh, they managed to pick up a what is it? It wasn't the super chaser. It was like the super duper chaser. (laughs) Well, Obi-Wan Kenobi is like the super chaser one. It's hard to get, but then like the clone Obi-Wan, or not clone, the ghost. The ghost, yeah. It's like really, really, really hard one to get. And they managed to get one and they get signed by the artist. And, I think all you have to do is just sign up for their forum and leave a post. That's right. Um, and
0: it's, it's probably this going from eBay from wild prices between 125 to 500 bucks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one this one's signed by the artist as well, so that's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're giving that away. Uh, I advise you all to go check out – I think it's SWactionnews.com. That's right. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. So go over support them and check out their contest. Um, and, of course, check out our contest. Um and made <laughs> okay. the force be with y'all. Okay. See, contest.
0: The, well, the, actually, just on the point, they, they, Marjorie and Arnie were having a little bit of a dig at um, a lot of sites who didn't post some stuff about that contest on them. But um, unfortunately, they didn't send it to us. We didn't know about it, um, so we couldn't have posted, we it. posted
1: anything on ours. So we didn't know minutes. about it. So, um,
0: but here we go. We're a little bit of uh, catching up, just because we listened to the shows and we we, we picked that up. So, um, yeah, it was a great little segment the guy had. Because literally, was in the queue. At mm-hmm. Disney buying the things, um, and people were buying cases of these things at 300 bucks. But I guess then they yeah. up at eBay, so, <laughs> yeah. so...
1: Yeah. Yeah, they said they talked to one person, and I forget how many they said, but it, it worked out to, like, they spent close to $1,800. I know. So, uh, I know. It was, like, two or three people. I did, like, the interview I had with a little kid in line who yeah and knew everything about it. I was like, "This is awesome!" Like these kids today, man. they they got it made.
0: Oh, they do. They do. one of the the people on YouTube uh, that I've um, made friends with uh, a guy called Sandy. Uh, I think I think he's eight or, or nine years old. And this is one of the most talented little. Video producers and uh, – uh, you've ever seen – the kids these days, the knowledge on them, the pr- production quality is getting better and yeah. it's phenomenal. It's really, really good. It's – um, I guess as a yeah, kid. I was f-
1: surfing YouTube today and I came across some video for a tutorial on how to do some Bobo Fett armor. And the video is like two years old I found out after looking at it and it uh, is done by this like you know eight or nine-year-old kid. It's and. uh yeah, I mean, he's doing videos. He's crafty. He knows what he's talking about. He's he's going into details about how we're doing Bobo Fett's armor, which has less actual armor than if it were Django Fett. So there's <laughs> a detail on it. It's like this is awesome.
0: Yeah, we're uh, we're definitely vintage, vintage. That's for sure. It's uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Kids, we're, but, uh, we're dinosaurs.
0: I know, I know, I know. Well, in other news this week, uh, and jump in if you have anything else that you found. um... God, there's been – actually, the more I think of it, there's been a few things. It, just while we're on podcast then, just as a related thing, um, I also managed to listen to – and I don't think it's the latest Force cast from uh, Jimmy and um, – it's not Pete. His name completely – anyway. I'm
1: blanking on it right I'm now. I'm blanking on it right now. To...
0: To... Anyway, the Force cast. Um, they had a really cool segment on – and it was all it was all kind of relating back to the Clone Wars episode where we see Qui-Gon, which should not be a spoiler for many now. Um, he appears in the Clone Wars And uh, they kind of answered this feedback. I had a post, and I think a few others did, about, you know, this kind of breaks the continuity and this whole weirdness now where Obi-Wan was, you know, surprised by Qui-Gon appealing. And anyway, Jimmy Mack does his investigative report, and he goes away back and discovers that um, in the episode three, uh, I think it was the making of or some other book or the novelizations, every every kind of resource you could find, there's this huge chunk of script where... um, there's this other conversation with Qui-Gon and uh, – look, I, I won't spoil it. If, if you get a chance and if you, or if you haven't listened to it, it's really worthwhile to uh, hear this kind of lost piece of script, which is actually pretty cool, um, that Lucas cut out the film. Um, and it kind of, yeah,
1: I'll second that. I, uh, did you listen I, to it? I heard that. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that. It was really good. I Again, I'll, I'll recommend that to anybody who hasn't listened to that episode of The Force Cast and wants to hear more about mm-hmm. it. Um, it's, it's in their last couple of episodes, I think. Uh, I was listening to their latest one that just came out yesterday, today, and then there was one about a, they were talking to the author of Death Troopers uh, in a special, they do, they do specials every once in a while, one of them was about books, mm. and they were talking to that author, and that was a cool interview. Wait, was that Force Cast or was that Action News? I don't know. I'm confused now. I, I listened to like six Star Wars podcasts in the last two days. So.
0: I know. They're, they're, anyway, great shows, both. And um, yeah, some really interesting stuff. Just things that you you think you know Star Wars, and yet again, you know, even 30 years after these films, there's still tidbits of information coming out. And it's, uh, yeah, it blows my mind how much stuff is out there. Um, I managed to, um, I did a post a while back about a guy called Jam Davdar. Uh, he's the guy who we've talked about him before. He did the building empire documentary, yeah. so I managed yeah, to. Yeah, we get, talked about a little bit. Of yeah, yeah, last yeah, time. So I've been watching some of the the stuff on YouTube, and um, and some of it really is cool, particularly the scenes around Anchorhead, all the lost footage. But he's actually got, and it's not great quality, but it's color footage, full-on footage of the um, the scenes around Anchorhead with Bigs and Cami and Fix, I think yeah. it is, and it's just really, I don't know how he managed to get hold of, it, but uh. It's good. There's lots of little extra scenes, and again, something I think is really worthwhile having a catch up on is all these hidden things you never knew about Star Wars. And one of the ones that caught my eye was he pointed out when they're going to docking bay in 94. There's actually a kind of weird mural just outside the door that, if you look at it from a certain angle, is 94. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Really anal stuff, I know, but. <laughs> it's
1: oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I. I love that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I totally get off on all the little hidden Easter eggs and things. Oh. Um, I think it was the Sarlacc Pit podcast that was talking. They've a they've sort of taken the uh, Force Casts, Star Wars, and Pop Culture segment and are doing their own version of it. And they have one of their hosts uh, who's going through and documenting any movie reference to Star Wars that he can. And, I, you know, he had mentioned the Close Encounters, and I had that in my queue. And so I watched that the other day. And sure enough, there's an R2-D2 strapped to the bottom of that ship as it lands at the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, you know, just little things like that. I totally get off on that. Exactly.
0: I love it. Always, it's always a fan pleaser. Um, look, post-wise, you did a couple of things this week. Uh, I thought they were particularly cool. One was a fantastic looking image. And if you, if you don't follow what you you really should, dbsw.net. Um, Star Wars Cathedral. Do you know more about the artist or any more on it?
1: Um, I don't know too much. He, uh, he has a Tumblr. I linked directly to his Tumblr. Um, I saw that just as I was browsing the uh, the Star Wars tag this morning on Tumblr, uh, and that one had popped up. His name, well, here it's just E-S-I-C, Esic, And uh, I believe he works, he's a graffiti writer living in L.A., and he works at a senior artist at Hybrid Tees. Um, and so I don't know, he didn't give any description on this. It just says it's T-shirt design, t-shirt design for work. So you might be able to pick this up at Hybrid Tees. Um, a lot of people were reblogging this today, saying that they wanted it as a tattoo on their back. It's uh,
0: a <laughs> lot of work and the, pain.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, man, I'm just looking at this picture again, and the detail on this. I mean, you go in, and it, it's sort of like the amount of detail you'd see on like a dollar bill or something with all the scrolls, hidden <laughs> little, little items in there, and it's it's a gorgeous post or painting, uh, picture, whatever it is that he did.
0: I know. Another one that that I liked was on. Um, uh, Star Wars blog, uh, they actually had a couple of cool posts and it reminded me of you when you were spending your time out in Hoth and uh, their post was Hoth in the real world and um, they've kind of done that, uh, getting Star Wars elements merged in with reality and photographs and there's some great ones <laughs> in there, the, the uh, Imperial probe droid putting a, a, a cat out on a snowman <laughs> and a tauntaun running across the street and but the one I love, mm-hmm. and we, we were briefly talking about this, is they've taken a picture of the Wampa, and outside is the snow in an airport and a plane, and the Wampa's just looking at all these people inside as if, like, yummy, food. is <laughs> yeah. really good. So a good old Bonnie girl posted these from some source she didn't mention, and um, yeah, good stuff
1: yeah i've got the I've got the source somewhere I've been meaning to throw it up on mine i'll I'll put it in the show notes too um another one from that series I thought was hilarious was uh Luke climbing out of his crashed snow speeder in the middle of the street. It's like a busy intersection and they stuck his snow speeder with him climbing out in the middle oh,
0: I didn't uh, see it. oh
1: cool. Uh, maybe that wasn't part of that one maybe it was just another one that I thought was part of that series um but yeah, people are having a lot of fun with these uh Mashing up Star wars and the snowstorms that are hitting the u s these days I know,
0: I know we, we' I can't remember you or I posted one a while back and it was an attack walking down a street, and the guys just as if like
1: oh my God that's, that's, <laughs> yep. it's just, fantastic love it that was that was a really good one um yeah. speaking of bad weather um uh Australia had a bit of its fair share of bad weather. you guys are on uh listed as a disaster area right well queensland is I
0: know I know it's yeah it's uh for those that don't know Australia, is a big, big country, but definitely the, the state of Queensland has been underwater, and uh, yeah, it's really sad. I saw that there was a couple of posts on, on Well, every everybody's Tumblr, everything had posts, but uh, one of them was uh, a guy who had a, a huge collection of vintage uh, video games and toys, and they were just covered in mud, and he was just harp It was just, you know, like vintage inboxes, Game & Watch, Nintendo, you know, kind of rare stuff, and... You yeah. forget about all this. You just see homes, but then there's all these possessions and collectibles, and, and not only that, but you know things that have been gifts from people that aren't here anymore and stuff. So really horrible, horrible stuff. But
1: And even if you have insurance, you can't replace a lot of that stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, well, we there's a lot of crap that, that came from insurance companies, and read your insurance clauses, people, but a lot of uh, people had this strange clause that they said, Well we'll we'll cover you for flood damage, but not when that flood comes from a river that's burst its banks or something. It's kinda of weird. It was you know
1: uh, Yeah, it the usual insurance it's racket. It's terrible. Uh, but uh, uh along with this, to relate this to this whole disaster yep. thing to Star Wars, um I got a, a note the other day from Darth Ambiguous on Tumblr, who is also yeah. a uh, an Australian resident, and uh uh letting me know that uh uh, the 501st Legion's uh, Redback Garrison is going to be combining with other garrisons from around the region to create Australia's largest gathering of Star Wars characters at Dreamworld over the weekend of February 19th and the 20th. Uh, there are going to be Stormtroopers, Sandtroopers, Biker Scouts, Tusken Raiders, Clone Troopers, and some bloke named Darth Vader. Um, oh, who's that? You can, and you can uh, you can buy tickets at the gate um, on the day of the event. If you mention some Trooper, you get $10 off. Nice. uh the tickets are a little expensive, uh, it looks like it's about 64 for adults and 49 for kids. Uh, $10 of every ticket will go to the, the flood uh, victims. Um, and some of the events for the day, there's going to be a parade in the morning For and kids under 12 dressed as Star Wars can participate. And, uh, there's gonna be a croc feed at one thirty. and a stormtrooper, <laughs> yeah, it says, it says a stormtrooper will feed Goliath and Matilda or be fed to. The press release is a little unclear at this point. <laughs> um, they're gonna have a Jedi Academy so kids under 12 can play and learn how to use lightsabers. Um... The note here says, "Hopefully the Jedi's don't include Anakin." That's not. Funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh,
1: uh, and then there's going to be a biker scouts moto coaster ride. Uh, watch the biker scouts take on the moto coaster, one of the Dream World's big six thrill rides. Um, and so there's a Facebook page for that. I'll link to that in our show notes. Nope. So any of you Australia folks that are down there near Dream World, is that what this place yeah, is? Yeah, it's kind
0: of our Disneyland up in uh, up in Queensland.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, so the 19th and 20th looks like they're having a big uh, Star Wars fundraiser thing. And like I said, if you mention the Stormtrooper at the gate, you get $10 off. Um, so check that out if you guys want to support the cause or just go see some Stormtroopers or all of the above.
0: Cool. Yes, and thank you to Darth Ambigus. He's a cool guy to follow as well. Some tons of cool posts. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. He does some funny Photoshop Oh, too. I know, I know, I know.
0: Um other news stuff this week has been um, uh, well, Clone Wars, basically. Uh, now you've watched up to everything but the most recent episode.
1: Oh, wait, 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 oh, wait. Sorry, go for it. One other big thing, I think, um, and it's it's been so big that I've almost ignored it because I'm tired of hearing about it. But it is really, really cool, the and Volkswagen. that is Volkswagen's yeah, advertisement. Yeah, yeah you're gonna see it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, this is. I guess they're doing two commercials for the uh, for the Super Bowl. Um, and this is their first one. They released it a few days early online, and it has been like wildfire on the internet. I mean, every other person I see has posted already. I've had at least fifty people send me links to this already, and uh, I will post it. I promise. I'll probably post it on Super Bowl Sunday just because I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 an awesome commercial. It's got a little kid just as Darth Vader uh, trying to use the force on everything in the house, including the dog, and uh, with no success. And a little help from his dad, he's able to use the force on his uh, on the family's Volkswagen Passat. That's it. Um, yeah, and it's it it you know they use John L. John L. Williams music in it, and it's. It's a great commercial, you know. Go Volkswagen.
0: Exactly. The, the kid just steals it. His little face when his mum tries to make as if the force has magic to sandwich across to him, and he just puts <laughs> his head in his hands. And the kid's really—I mean, for wearing a mask, he does an, an awesome job. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I got to say that's a good point. Yeah, everybody has posted this thing, and yeah, I think you and I were the only ones who didn't. So uh, <laughs> just because it was everywhere, you thought, well, everyone must have seen it. But um, yes, we shall support Volkswagen with some Star Wars love.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Clone Wars, I was just going to say um, if you, you've you seen one or two episodes of the guys landing on this weird Jedi. Oh, I first.
1: saw the first episode. Sure. I miss, yeah, I missed last night's episode uh, as I was venting to you in our pre-show warm-up. Uh, the uh, Cartoon Network on the West Coast shows things on East Coast times. So it shows – at least on Comcast, which is a cable provider my friend uses. Sure. Um, so Clone Wars is supposed to air at 8.30 on Friday nights um, on Cartoon Network. And so I knew there was some discrepancy, and I wasn't sure if it showed on East Time, which would be 5 o'clock or 5.30 my time. Um, three hours uh, difference. And I got back to my friend's house last night, hoping to watch it, and we got back to his place at 6 o'clock, right as it ended. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it, now i got to wait till Monday to watch it. But I have seen I saw the first episode in that series and i saw the end of the night sisters trilogy or whatever
0: that was well i mean that that's worth talking about because we've seen it now and if you haven't seen it you know spoiler alert i guess you know you maybe want to fast forward or hide this part but um so we get to hear that darth maul's coming back yeah and um i don't know i was kind of excited <laughs> and not excited and <laughs> It suddenly made me. I, I just recently went out and bought that, um, the visionaries uh, figure, the one with the kind of half cyber legs, chicken legs, as I call them. And, uh-huh. um, I thought, okay, we're, you know, we're going to get back into mall, And it was actually one of our followers said something on, on a Facebook page, uh, you know, the two best characters uh, from, uh, The Phantom Menace were killed off and, and now they're coming back again. So, uh, I don't know. What'd you think of it?
1: Um,. I don't know. I mean I, I really liked the ending. It was really it was visually really cool. It was. Way, it was. You know, they're looking into the shattered crystal ball and you can see Darth Maul's like really angry face. I mean the way they portrayed him was just really cool looking I thought. Well no wonder
0: uh, he's you know he's had his yeah. <laughs> private parts chopped off. But, <laughs> but
1: yeah. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, I I and I can't remember which podcast it was. I'm I'm guessing it was maybe the Force cast. I don't know, but somebody went into in depth and they were talking about, you know, is this going to lead towards that comic you were talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The cyborg one, and he goes after revenge after Obi One. Um, you know that that takes place after Episode Three, so I don't think we'll ever get into that in the Clone Wars. But maybe he'll be a cyborg in the Clone Wars, or I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't really see him coming back unless he's a cyborg or a clone or something. Mm.
0: Well, he's going to have something to walk about on, that's for sure. Otherwise, he's not going to be the most effective Jedi, really. But uh, Yeah.
1: We saw him fall <laughs> into two pieces and fall down that shaft. I mean, he he definitely got cut in half. I
0: know. Every time I see that now, it's almost as if Robot Chicken's world has merged in with the real Star Wars world, because you know, <laughs> think of the guy who's brushing all the kind of you know dead bodies. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, the one thing, actually, I was less impressed with Savage Opress uh, or uh, Savage, as um, the, the direct, director of uh, Fanboy said the other day, says, I'm not French, I'm calling him Savage. Uh, the, <laughs> Savage Opress, um and Darth Maul. Actually, the one that got me was Mother Townsend. I uh-huh. thought that accent and the, uh, the drawing of it with these kind of cape things as they floated was just mind-blowingly good. It takes yeah. you back yeah. to the original sketches, I think, again, I think it was Joe Johnson or someone else had drawn of these Sith witches many, many years ago. And, uh, I just thought she stole the show personally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool character
0: mm. and, um, just get to see more of a who was really good in the episodes as well. Um,
1: yeah, there were some really great action scenes in that one. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they've really, they've really stepped up the lightsaber battles I think in this last season,
0: oh, definitely. um,
1: whether they've gotten, I'm sure they've, you know, developed the technology a little bit better and things. Um, as far as the animation goes, there's one there's one big thing that always gets me and it's when it's when a figure is like standing there and they turn to run away and in my opinion it always looks like it looks like they're using a video game engine to basically animate a story. I mean that it's just the transition from a figure standing and then turning to run, it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. I know um, what you mean. It it still feels like a video game to me a little bit. Um, but I mean, you know, it's it's really stylized animation and they're doing an awesome job i mean it's you know i really love the animation uh you know and i do have some discrepancies with the story sort of like the darth maul thing like we were talking about and you and i discussed in our last episode the qui gon inconsistencies that might come about but sort of you know people are retconning it it sounds like and you know it sounds like it'll all fit together at some
0: point Mm. Well, that was, I mean, the, the two episodes, I'm just looking at the Star Wars episode, guide. so that was, the one with Savage was Monster, and the one which we've both seen definitely is Overlords, which is where we get to this, uh, a, someone pointed out to me the other day, Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, which is a little creepy religious <laughs> stuff coming into it, as far as I'm concerned, but, um,
1: yeah, it's well. It's, George likes to touch in all mythology. He does, That's doesn't not, he? He does. Yeah.
0: So um, it is. It's, it's basically Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Uh, but some cool things in there was obviously Qui Gon appears, so we get Liam Neeson back, which that guy that that guy could read a toilet commercial, and I, I, wow, that was deep. Win it, give an Oscar. He was yeah. something about his voice and his tone. And also, I didn't realize until I watched StarWars.com and the commentary. And more information was it's actually um, the lady who plays Sh- Sh- Shmai Shmi. I can never get the name. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what's she her name? Pranilla August. She did. She did. Huh. So, cool. uh, yeah, exactly. So getting a lot of that voice talent back was um, was pretty cool for this episode. It's nice that we uh, they didn't spoil. I mean, they gave it away that Qui Gon was coming on, but um, in some ways I wish they wouldn't spoil these things. But I guess they got to get people into the show. But uh, yeah, you know, I'd love yeah, to be yeah. watching, and then like, holy shit, you know, it's um, you know, there, there's uh, a qui going in there. So uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With it, yeah, with things like the internet though, these days you can't hide anything. Not I cool. mean, sort of like those Toy Fair images from you know they were in the UK, and then Toy Fair hasn't come to New York yet, but we all know what's going to be there because we saw the pictures from the one in England. Uh, I know, but. Yeah, um, you know, but that's just the world we live in these days. Uh, back to the episode. Uh, it was it was an interesting episode. Um, I mean, personally, I'm not big on like I'm not a big fantasy type person. I'm really not a big fan of Lord of the Rings. You know, I don't I don't like wizards and fairies and goblins and all that kind of stuff. And and sometimes the Clone Wars, especially in this episode, it it sort of goes that direction. It's very mythical Mm. and very uh still kind of um like you said the father's son and the holy Ghost. i mean it it, it does kind of surmise this whole uh planet or wherever they're on um but personally the only thing that really really bugged me was the big chunks of floating land uh avatar uh, it looked like avatar (laughs) and i personally i love. Floating chunks of, of, of <laughs> ground. You know, I have I've painted them in the past, and I you know I like that as a graphic or as a visual or whatnot. But I don't I didn't like it in Avatar because these things the gravity is supposed to be weird here, so that's why the land floats. Yet they can walk on the land just fine as if gravity. Like I I just don't understand when they don't explain it very well to me. And then when I saw that in the Clone Wars, I was like, no. But then I was like, okay, this is the crazy planet that changes seasons every day and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, all right, I like alright i do not have floating rocks. I know.
0: Uh, <laughs> but. It's, it's the first thing I thought, what? This is Avatar. What are they doing? But, you know, oh, I it, know. And
1: it really did. It, it felt, the whole planet felt like a cross between Avatar and Tron to me. Um,
0: I know. That you, I totally agree. It was, and I haven't
1: uh, seen Tron yet, but I mean, I've seen so many clips and visuals and everything from it. Uh, and uh, hopefully I will go see Tron this week. Uh, that's, that's my plan. Cool.
0: Yes, it's some good episodes, and the one which was on uh, last night is, they're still on this planet, so I won't spoil it anymore for people that haven't seen it, because it'll be on, on uh, StarWars.com on Monday. Um, but it's, yeah, it's uh, we're still not done with these uh, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost guys, and um, well, we'll talk about that more in the next podcast. Um, I think as far as news-wise, there's only one other thing I can think of before we really get into to, tons of toys, uh, and it is related to toys, is um, a lot of the waves seem to be hitting all over the world now, pretty much. Um, There was this weird kind of delay, and I think there still is with Wave 3, which is the return of the Jedi wave. Uh, Wave 4 really is now beginning to hit uh, into the US as well. So I I don't know, you you haven't seen any toy shops in the last week or two, or
1: no, I haven't. I did hear a little a little uh, news blip, um, and I can't remember where I heard this again. Uh, wave 3 is going to be hitting stores again, I was told, um, or from what I heard. Um, the Wedge Antilles figure, which I was looking forward to from that wave, is going to be out now. Um, and they're That's going right. to be re- re-releasing those figures. So if you didn't get a Grimorian Guard before, you'll get another chance, it sounds like. Um, you know, I'd like to pick up a couple more uh, Rebel Troopers from Endor. And, mm. uh so okay, I'm I, I'm excited that line's coming back. You know, I already have three Gamorrean guards. I don't know if I see a bunch in the store, I might grab another one. Who knows? Um, I think such that, cool figures. Exactly,
0: exactly. Exa- <laughs> and I think that it's almost like a a saga Legends that wave. You could bring that out for about a year, and people would still be buying it. They were just so good that wave, particularly the Gamorrean guard. That's for sure. But um, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be good. There was...
1: Speaking of Saga Legends, wasn't there an announcement about Saga Legends? Like two new figures or something getting added to that?
0: There was. That line?
1: I wasn't Do you too... remember what they were?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wasn't overly uh, uh, impressed by it all myself. I'm not a huge – I mean once you've bought them, you've bought them. But uh, for those that want to catch up in Saga Legends, I think the inclusion was – and I'll just find it here while we're talking about it. It was um a look, I think was getting added in. Um, my apologies. No, it was a Boba Fett, but it again, it's not particularly great figures.
1: No, um, they're using that, that VOTC one. Was that what it was? It
0: was, which is, he's uh,
1: got the real big shoulders.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. and a little bit stiff, but we're getting some, some stuff which hasn't been around for a while. It was the death star trooper. Um, and that's really... right.
1: That was the one. And cause I, I've been wanting to pick up a couple of more of that guy. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited that he'll be out again. Yeah. Um, and I might pick up that Bobo Fett. I had that one, but I gave it to my nephew for Christmas a couple of years ago because I kept the better of my two Bobo Fetts. But I'd <laughs> I'd kind of like to get it because he has the Return of the Jedi gauntlets on his arms. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and so I might pick that one up and swap the arms with one of the Bobo Fetts I have so that I have a Return of the Jedi Bobo Fett in the body style that I like better, if that yep. makes any sense. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I I, I don't know. We'll see.
0: (laughs) But that was, it's a kind of weird wave. It was uh, Entertainment Earth who broke the news by uh, posting the images on their page. And the one that stands out to me, which is so rare and so expensive, is the Space Trooper. Now, that's not the one that looks like a Stormtrooper with a a breathing apparatus in his back. This is the one that's the full-on bulky from comics. Uh, And that's a heavy-duty big, big figure. Bummer on that one is it never came with weapons, but if it's Saga Legends, you'll get a little bag of weapons in it. Um, I like
1: the bag of weapons they're throwing out this year Yeah, and uh, they've thrown a couple in there from the, uh, and I didn't realize these weapons were from them at first, the uh, Commandos, the, what are they the Delta Squad, is that what they're called? Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, the Saga Legend figures, you get a couple Delta Squad guns in there, and when I first got it because I've never seen those Delta Squad figures before I don't know what their weapons look like Um, so when I got the battle pack that came with the Saga figure I was like, oh these are really cool guns I gave one of them to IG-88 because he looked cool holding it (laughs)
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well it's there's one, two, three, four, five one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve figures in the um in the pack or the the overall kind of batches if you were to buy them as a whole kind of uh, uh selection. But yeah, the Boba Fett's not the best. Um in fact he, he, that, he I believe he's the one that used to come with the, it was called the Pet of Carcoon. I don't think it's the V O T C actually.
1: No, I'm pretty sure. I think it's that one that came out on the vintage packaging a few years ago, because I bought that one, and I'm pretty sure that that was the one that it came with.
0: I hope it is, Um, because that other one, the Pettacarcoon, was a pretty terrible one, really, unless you had the flame pack at the back. The flame piece, it was kind of dull, but but nice to see a Stormtrooper is going to be on a a card on his own. Um, I cannot believe people do not have an Obi-Wan Kenobi, the one that's a great Obi-Wan Kenobi, but that's still out in the Saga Legends line, which is... uh,
1: I mean, that's basically the same figure that's on the vintage card, isn't it? It is, pretty much. Okay. Pretty Yeah, much. I mean, the vintage one, you just get a couple more accessories, I think.
0: Um, you get a 30th anniversary collection, uh, Mace Windu. He's in the saga legends, which is still a cool figure, I think. Um, yeah,
1: that's the only Mace I have.
0: I, yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, Darth Vader. The only real again.
1: difference I thought about picking up the new one was because it is the soft goods. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, skirt and the different head sculpt. But, I mean, other than that, that you know, it's a... The 30th anniversary is. Was, was a darn good mace.
0: It was. It was. Um, no idea what version of Darth it is, but
1: we get another Darth
0: Vader. Um, you know, he, <laughs> he he sells. He still sells he, for some oh, reason. Yeah. It's
1: uh, every uh, little kid wants Darth Vader. I mean, you know, and if Grandma's at Target, she's not going to recognize anybody else on no, the shelf. I know. Darth Vader is so iconic.
0: No. But um, some other ones, ones, but they kind of interesting. The Death Star triple mention, which is a really cool articulated figure. I really like that one. Uh, he 's
1: a good army builder, too,
0: definitely. You take that helmet off and you 've got an imperial officer or something else, or he 's very very cool mm-hmm. um and the other one's in there we 've seen them like a hundred times uh, a destroyer a droidica uh super battle droid an r two d two i 'm not quite sure which one it is I think it's the electronic one and um yeah, I think it is an Anakin again um with kind of crappy swivel arms um And Yoda, yet once more, that awful Yoda with that Wookiee thing that you're supposed to... I have no idea what that thing is, because I've never bought one. Do you know the Yoda I'm talking about? He always appears with this... It's like a a catapult kind of thing?
1: Uh, Yeah, it looks like a giant bowcaster, like you said, like a Wookiee type thing. (laughs) What
0: is that thing?
1: I don't don't know.
0: Anyway. So that's uh, Saga Legends. So yeah, there we go. Lots of new toys to come out with. Um... We were talking about toys just before the, the, the show started and we were both very excited that our uh favorite E B sailor sailor Tung Hori uh, yeah. has uh listed now what is again the Rebel Fleet Trooper and the Weequay Skiff Guard, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah you you posted these a couple of days ago and it's it's not the Rebel Fleet Trooper, it's the it's basically just like one of the technicians just working there on the Yavin four base. Um, and he came in a battle pack a couple of years ago. That's right. Um a little cart and a droid and another pilot, um, but yeah, it's you made the post and it's you know it's that rebel guard and then it's the weekway skiff guard and both of these are coming out. Are they both vintage? I know the weakway one is.
0: I think the, um, the weakway is definitely vintage. The other guy is coming, but I, I believe they're re-releasing the uh, scramble on Yavin pack again in some reshaped way. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's where he's going to be. So.
1: I clicked the links. I was like, ooh, you know, getting figures before they come out in the stores. <laughs> and they're only really like six ninety nine. dollars um, Granted, the shipping is a little bit more, but I typically buy a couple of figures from people so that I can combine exactly. the shipping and it makes it more worthwhile. Um, so I clicked your links, and it took me to the ePay, e-pay page, and both of which are already sold out. Um, and he's relisted the WeK's gift card, so I might pick up one of those. Um, anybody else interested, you should probably jump on it. But the really funny thing that I saw... Was when I clicked the link, it took me to the eBay page saying that that one had ended, that they had sold out. And according to, I had never seen this stat on eBay before, but it showed how many he had sold of each one. Mm. And it says that he sold over 300 of the Rebel Guard and over 200 of the Weakway Guard. <laughs> That's insane. <I> know. <laughs> he's you go to these pages and it says quantity, you know, and it says more than 10 available. I think that's the highest number that it lists at that spot. And so, I mean, is this guy just getting, I mean, well, I mean, he must be if he sold hundreds of them. I mean, how is he doing this? I don't know.
0: I don't know. No one's. There's been all sorts of speculation and people have said, um, you know, these are all just copies and he's cloning them. and, And I'm like, no, he's not. It's got the Lucasfilm stamp on the bottom. And, well, I suppose you could clone that too, but, the, the he quality, must be doing a hell of a job <laughs> exactly i mean i've had figures from i've had a ton of figures why because hasbro were too expensive for us and and plus some of these figures never even come out so um, don't don't blame us for for trying to buy stuff but yeah. um they are exactly the same as the ones that, you know i've bought doubles i've bought some in the shop and i've bought some off Tonghori. and in comparison they are not clones they're not a not some cheap chinese uh, knockoff um, these things are made in china anyway but i guess yeah. it's almost like a kind of um they're not defects, but I think there are a certain amount of production runs for figures that they make. Sometimes yeah. there have been a little bit of a few scratches here and there, or maybe a, a bit of a paint job, slightly misaligned, but never enough to really make a huge difference. In, uh, and generally some of them are fine. So
1: I think yeah, it's I've almost... Never... Yeah. I've ordered a bunch from him, and I've never gotten any that are that I would call misprints or anything bad or wrong with them. The only discrepancy I've had is sometimes there'll be an extra weapon or not enough weapons, or you know, I won't get all of the accessories. Maybe, um, but I mean, like for this weak way guy, I mean, he's holding this. His uh, he is,
0: yeah. He's got everything.
1: His, he's got his weapon, so I mean, that's all I really need. And um, shoot for seven bucks. I mean, that's cheaper than I would get it on the vintage card, and I. You know, I I have been saving my vintage cards, but I cut all the proofs of purchases out of them. Mm. Uh, so I mean, I I you know I'm not one of those carded collector people. I mean, if you if anybody were to come over to my house right now, you'd be able to tell that. I mean, it's kind <laughs> of ridiculous how many open figures there are. Uh,
0: um, well, like I mean, it was Rebel Scum this week posted news that uh, Hasbro, the most successful boys franchise, uh, has been Star Wars, and they've had a bumper year, the biggest since a movie year, Revenge of the Sith
1: that's big that's big yeah.
0: so i think that's obviously buoyed by um clone wars being on tv in some countries and uh and obviously the um vintage collection i think uh, i think it's such a strong one that's going to bring back so many uh, collectors from our kind of age group and and even younger ones too but yeah. I, I think so many people are buying multiples of these things as well for display and you know an opener and so forth and um you know, so I think this is why their sales are up. So um I don't think you know, the real nutcases probably that are are collecting like us, um, you know, buying a buck a figure at six ninety nine online, I don't think it's gonna affect them too much. But uh Yeah,
1: no, I don't think so. Um,
0: the long main it,
1: Well that kinda of, that kinda of brings up I mean I've been hearing people talk about how uh the prices are gonna be going up in the next year or two. Exactly. And a lot of yeah. this has to do with the the current oil prices. Um you know, because, I mean, they're, these little guys are made out of plastic, and plastic is a petroleum-based product, and so mm. that is going to trickle down at some point. Um, and even some podcasts, I think it was Star Wars Action News, had put out their poll for the week asking, you know, is this going to affect, like, what you buy if, if things go up a couple bucks on each uh, uh, thing? And, you know, they got some reports back from people saying that, you know, they're probably not going to be buying so many to open. They'll probably just keep being on the cards or vice versa. Mm. Um and, and some people are even dropping, you know, some people are saying that they weren't going to collect the, the Legacy line anymore or the Clone Wars line anymore. You know, they're just, some people are scaling back because of this and, you know, we'll just, I don't really, and I'm kind of bad about this, I don't really kind of set aside a budget for each month of like, oh, okay, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars. On stuff. It's just sort of like, do I have money in my pocket? It's available? Sweet. I'm going to buy this now. And then later that week, I'm like, crap, I don't have money for gas now. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that sounds like a problem but never mind
1: <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> I know.
0: well uh, the, it, it still freaks me every time i listen to star wars action news and uh and, and arnie carvello they um i think he's co- cooled down a little bit but still like you know three of each thing it's like oh my god this is like expensive man this is you know it's hard enough for me to buy one of each thing you know so yeah. uh,
1: even along that he's got three ad-at walkers I think at home now. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I mean I would love to have three ad-at walkers uh, I can't afford that that would that would totally break my bank
0: I know, I know. It, it, it's weird to display it all I know he's got a big room and uh, an idiot to display it but uh, yes yeah.
1: yeah, at some point I was looking around on their website the other day um, I'm one of those people that likes to put a face with a name and uh, they do a pretty good job I, I did find pictures of them but uh, it took a little while to find pictures of them mm. but I'd have, you know he but I was looking, I was also looking for pictures of his collection. He he refers to it as the, the Sisonian. Sisonian. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I want to see pictures of this place. Cause I mean, just in the last year that I've been listening to them, um, I and mean, the amount of stuff that he's bought in that year alone, and then talked about some of his old stuff, let alone, he still has all of this stuff from when he was a kid. And, um,
0: he, they did a video at one point, and um I think when they were building it, and there's some images and videos around so um it's probably just buried away in the website somewhere but uh yeah it's quite a big space, but still you know three of everything builds up real quickly um yeah, yeah. you know one of everything for me builds up real quickly and I've not got a lot of room, so um so, yeah, I'm not quite sure what he's what he's doing, but yeah pretty sorry where, you go
1: I was gonna say he also lives in a part of the United States where it's uh he could he could buy a house with room to furnish all of that for less for like probably about a third of what I could buy a condo for here in the Bay Area. Um, yeah, I guess. So, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's all relative. Exactly.
0: But yeah, prices are going to go up, and um, our lustre figures is not going to change either. And um, the wave five, which is just a kind of weird repacky wave in some ways. Has hit, uh, well, certainly Carto, Dan Carto on uh, Rebel Scum managed to get hold of images. Um, I've managed to buy a few online. They're not with me yet. But just looking at some of the images and the uh, the details uh, on them, and you know, I were briefly talking about this, I think the first one I thought I wanted to talk about was, and we've briefly mentioned it, is the Han Solo, the, um, the Yavin Ceremony. And, uh, yep, it's it's big hit Han. Um, yeah.
1: Unfortunately. I do like uh I like Kurtos note here. He says due to inaccurate details, yes. meaning <laughs> that the uh the sleeves are rolled up and the shirt is unbuttoned, he says that uh it's possible that this is meant to depict Han Solo figure as he looked at an after party hanging out with the pink with Pink Five. <laughs> and for those that don't know, Pink Five is a was it a fan film from it a few years the f- ago?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, you can find that on atomfilms.com. Go to their Star Wars fan film section. And I think Pink 5 is one of the highly rated ones. But, yeah, I, I thought that was a funny little comment from Curdo.
0: Yeah, it was particularly cool. And, yeah, it's – it's. see, again, this is a little annoying. The vintage collection should be something. You're paying a premium, certainly here, 18 bucks, And some stores want 25 bucks for them. Um, you guys are paying upwards to like $10, $11 in some stores. Yeah. For something that is a, a kit bashed figure, this is not good. So uh, I know we need repacks in the wave, and we're all for repacks, but when it's not even a really good repack, it's. Uh, mm.
1: I can I can personally kit bash this figure at home because I have that Han Solo body with the belt on. I have that head, and I even have the medals from a few years ago when I got the Dodana figure. Mm. And, and I mean like. Yeah, like you said, I don't, I don't want to figure that I can build at home out of pieces I have from previous ones. I, I want something new, <laughs> like you said, I'm paying a premium. Thank and you. I can't imagine paying your prices. I mean, I get, I um, I get upset when I go to comic book shops around here, little little local comic book shops, which I would love to support. But when they're charging fifteen dollars U.S. for a figure, I'm just like, you know, I would love to support you guys over Target or Walmart, but I can get the same figure for half price there. Mm. Um, and it's yeah. really tough.
0: Definitely. Uh, But look, it's, it's, again, it's a shame. It's a pretty decent body. It's not quite the VOTC uh, Vintage Original Trilogy Collection, for those that don't know, uh, body. It's the one from the, uh, oh, what is it? It was the Legacy Collection Stormtrooper kind of chase figure. So it's the same body as that, it seems, um, but with that big head. I'm not quite sure. No, in fact, it's an older hand as well. It is the VOTC. My apologies. It is VOTC. And so that great body... Slightly different repaint, but again with that, um, the head, which is, in fact, it's almost slightly sculpted different, but it's, yeah, it's the big head. Shame. Yeah. Such a shame. Never mind. It really is. Ah, uh, never mind. So oh, well. rebash, oh, well. uh, yeah. kick bash I should say. But, um, the other one in the wave, the, the other one that I've, uh, certainly of note is, um, Luke. And, mm-hmm. um... I never got this uh, the pack. I think it was called Resurgence of the Jedi, where uh, Luke can bend and Ben, and you got a little table with Princess Leia on it. Um, this seems to be a bit of a, a kitbash again of bits and pieces from that figure. One yeah. thing I love of the Rebel Scum guys is they've they've done a comparison some older figures, and there's a, <laughs> there's a Power of the Jedi figure, and it is just the, the most awful looking figure. The um, one that's leaning
1: off to the exactly. side.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they sold this thing. It's terrible. And oh my God, it's just awful. It's awful. I hope, it,
1: I hope for their sake that it came with a battle set, like it came with something else. Cause,
0: it did, I think, yeah. yeah. It was okay. in a display. It was kind of in a display box. I don't know if I remember. They did a Han and Chewy one. And there right. was very little articulation. They were really posed for that scene. Yeah. But um, boy, that's an awful figure. Awful figure. And Luke seems a little – the new one in the comparison photograph, again, by Kurtzowd. Great job. Um, His little weird white uh, top (laughs) skirt thing just looks strange. It's another odd figure, and it's – Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the reasons why they kind of had this very cheap wave uh, here, but um, yeah. I managed to find one online a lot less than than we would get in stores, so we'll have a review of that at some point. uh, Of the Luke. Of the Luke, yeah. We'll get a look at Luke. Um, yeah. The other ones in the wave, um, there's an R5-D4. I bought one from Tonghori a long, long while ago. And again, it's a step backwards. It's an old Build-A-Droid. Uh, yeah. So I won't go on about that. There is a review for that. The, an Utapau Trooper, which uh, again is kind of an older figure. And again, I've, I've I put I, I mean, up... I was
1: just reading. It's, a, it's just a repaint. of that It is. Long, it's
0: just a repaint out, again.
1: Wave 2 or whatever that
0: was. Uh, Same for Commander Gree, Very cool-looking card, but um, he's a complete repaint. Not one, but a difference. Slightly maybe on the camel. I might pick
1: him up because I I don't have him from the past, and I I like those binoculars that he comes with. Oh, they're excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Accessory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I might... I mean, he's a cool figure, but I, I'll yes. probably be picking him mostly for those binoculars because I like accessories like that.
0: Yep. No, me too. It's uh, it Look, it's still a cool figure. It's still worth it of a repack, but I mean, that's something that almost could have fit into Saga Legends in cool. some way because it's, you know, a two-year-old figure, and again, you're paying a premium price for something that you paid less for two years ago. Yeah. Well, it's, a <laughs> yeah. it's a little weird there, Hasbro. Uh, yeah. However, there is one amazing figure in this pack, which I have to buy lots and lots of, and I'm sure you will, too. The Stormtrooper. Yeah, he's a good uh, one. Well, exactly. We're finally getting this uh, articulated uh, Stormtrooper with a removable helmet, which should have been in the Sandtrooper. And yeah. um, we get a cool rifle this time. For the first time I can remember seeing a, a Stormtrooper, we get a full uh, rifle that comes with it, removable helmet. And again, Kurtos done an awesome photograph of this almost Elvis like pose. Um, which is very very accurate because uh, he's got the white boots on, very Elvis-like looking, uh, doing a kind of uh, hip pose. And, uh, is that
1: where he's pointing out the articulation?
0: It is, yeah. It's yeah. a very, very cool photograph. But it just shows you this is a great-looking figure. Blaster mm-hmm. rifle, you get the small blaster, removable helmet. And I think the thing which I'm going to love to do is buy quite a few of these. One, I'd love a carded one. But the other stuff is to um, upgrade some existing Stormtroopers because there's plenty of... Uh, hands and looks in the past that came out in uh this in the older troopers you can, exactly just do a head
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
0: you could if you really wanted to as well as he looks around at the stormtrooper collection um the entire joker squad update and you know really improve the joker squad and uh so i'm really hoping our friend Tung Hori has a you know one of those lots of buy five for ten dollars kind of thing as. uh
1: Man, he does some really good ones. I mean, a buddy of mine wanted to get some stormtroopers a little while ago, and uh, he's like, "Where can I get them?" And so I looked around on on eBay because I knew Tungori does those army builder sets, mm. and you got six stormtroopers with all of their guns, removable helmets, for thirty bucks. And I mean, that's five bucks a stormtrooper. That's awesome.
0: I know. <laughs> It is a very good deal with it so uh, I can't see this guy lasting long on shelves stormtroopers on card they, they never last long
1: they, they really don't I'm actually kind of shocked I keep seeing sandtroopers every once in a while and uh, I've been meaning to pick up another one or two just because I they're good sandtroopers he you know you can never have enough sandtroopers exactly. Exactly. Um, the uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Dan Curdo though um, and his photographs um, mm. what he has done on rebel scum is just amazing. Um, and like you said, that picture we were just talking about with the Stormtrooper, that's the he does a breakdown for each figure and he talks about all of the articulation, he does a little chart, he shows you all the accessories and this was, I mean his his photo archives on rebelscum.com were my go-to place before I buy a figure on eBay Correct. Um, and it's hard with the newer figures like you get people like Tungori who's featuring a figure two months before um, Curto's going to have pictures of it, but uh you know, if you're looking to go back and buy an old figure and you want to make sure it's the right one that you know it has everything that you want, go check out Rebelscum.com and look through their photo archives. Um, it's a really, really, really great resource. And Kurdo has put a lot of love and work into this. And uh, if he ever retires, I want his job.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: even know if he gets paid for this. I mean, it, you know, he should.
0: I think he must get something, but it's probably not very much. He does it with the love of his heart, I think, rather than a financial gain. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, just like all of us do. Exactly. Exactly.
0: What do you mean? We're millionaires. Um, I wish.
1: <laughs> that's why we can buy so many toys.
0: Absolutely, three of each. Um, other figures and stuff this week. Do you into uh, Kubricks? Do you have any Kubricks? These little I Japanese, don't. no.
1: I really like them, but I just—it's one of those things. It's like, oh, if I get one, I'm gonna want them all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's like the dark side. It's a slippery slope. Once you go back or down that path forever, it'll taint your path. Thing. And, uh, <laughs> I'm a stick comes- with Hasbro for right now. I can, <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. I know. Well, they, they just uh, released some more. They, they gave sneak peeks away. And the cool thing these guys are doing is, uh, which is, damn, I'm so, I tried to stop buying Kubrick's and I've kept off for so many. Uh, I have a pile of them, but I just, you know, I didn't want to buy any more. And, and they just keep coming up with cool stuff. And the last one, they have, the, they call it a deluxe series, is um, you buy all the, the uh, figures and they're all blind boxed. So you have no idea what you're getting. But oh, any no. Exactly. And in each pack is a part that makes up... The last wave was an at this cute little uh, kind of, I don't know, but maybe uh, six inches kind of at um, And this time in this new wave we just, I just put up on the website this week is uh, a kind of Tatooine wave. And a lot of his repacks that have been out before, we've got R5-D4, Ben Kenobi look, a Sand Trooper, which is a great-looking Kubrick. But um, so I thought. Well, I've got most of these. I can miss this wave. But you collect all the little parts, and you get a um, a land speeder, and it's the coolest looking little land speeder. So um, so yeah, very addictive little things. But you're right. I've got to stay away from these things because they're, they're damn. These things are expensive. They're not cheap. Yeah,
1: no, they're really not. They're they're totally playing into that. The out- collectible toys are these days, especially with that blind boxing thing. You know, that's really popular with the vinyl toys these days. I think I think even those vinylmation Disney things were blind boxing. They
0: are, they are, yeah, yeah. So.
1: And uh that just makes it even harder to collect, you know. I just want one of each one. I don't want to buy a case and hope I get one of each one. Uh but uh but like you said a second ago, the the stormtroopers and everybody, those ones translate to the Kubrick style so well. I mean they just look so cool in that format. They do. Um I wouldn't mind picking up, you know, just one of each trooper just to have one, so you know, stick on my desk or something because they're they're that cool.
0: Well, I think at one point I um, I got rid of all my old vintage toys. I know, shocking, I know, but I had at one point, and it was my wife one day on eBay said, "Oh look, I saw this little cute Japanese thing, and I thought you might like. I bought it for you." And I was like, "That's amazing!" And from one Kubrick Boba Fett, it's a dark <laughs> path, and I just went nuts all over again because mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that's exactly what started me back on. Uh, Collecting, so yes, don't buy the Kerbricks if you don't want to spend the next ten years of your life buying everything all over again. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, they are very addictive. Um, look, some other toys I got this week. I got a rather fabulous toy from a rather fabulous person who stays in the the Bay Area, um, courtesy of a. Lovely uh, friends uh, at Brianstoys. dot com, and really from you who who did some hunting for us, you managed to send me across Jabba the Hut, uh-huh. which we um, we talked about. And I won't go into too much because we talked about that in previous shows, but he is a rather cool figure, um, rather cool figure, and the the whole diorama and the the base. And all the bits and pieces. Certainly some weird things about Jabba that I'm not too chuffed about, but overall, great looking thing. And, and the one thing that I wanted to, to mention was Hasbro keeps saying they don't make play sets, and if Jabba's throne is not a play set, I do not know what is.
1: Yeah. Because it, it really is. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I've mean, i got him sitting on my desk, and it, there's nothing else there except for a bunch of figures from Jabba's palace and, and his deus that he's sitting on his throne. And there's no even background and it. it looks like a Jabba's palace. I mean, it's so cool. I
0: know. It's uh anything that comes with an assortment of cushions, which is bordering dangerously into girls' territory is <laughs> is uh it's a place it's um so yeah, it's it's a great set and it's uh, again it's another one which is I think like you and I said before is uh it's another real catalyst to cause you to spend even more money cuz now it's just caused me to go nuts and buy tons of Jabba's denzians and all the kind of you know, an extra Boba Fett to go in with Jabba at the Palace scene and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And um, it even caused a friend and I to go out and buy a yarna. It cost us $3 each, so we weren't breaking the bank. But, you know, uh, a six breasted lady I now have is eight or six? Six breasts. So yeah. go, uh, yeah. Never would have I bought a six a couple
1: years ago. Yeah, because yeah. she was still a peg warmer. You still see her hanging on the pegs. It's ridiculous. But, um,
0: I must review uh, her at one point. She's not the worst figure in the world, but uh certainly the strangest-looking one, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely one of the strangest. But, uh, yeah, it's no, it's not one of the worst ones. And if you are fleshing out a Jabba scene, I mean, she looks great in there. Um, uh, what was I going to say? There was something else. Oh, it was funny to watch. I was watched your review of Jabba this morning, and it was, it was funny to see you hold up the box that's been sitting in my living room for the last month <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, clear across from the other side of the world.
0: <sighs> yeah, I know. Um, and
1: you got you got the sticker that I put in there too, right? The
0: Oaklandish. did, yeah, yeah. Is this a friend of yours or someone you know or you? It's
1: uh, It's um. I'll give them a little quick shout out. It's Oaklandish. Um, they have one of their offices is I can actually see it from my window here. Um, and they just make little. Uh, they make t-shirts and stickers and all kinds of little things that just fit into Oakland. Uh, it's Oakland, California, and uh, they call it Oaklandish. And one of their trademark ones is an Adat Walker dreaming of no no I'm sorry it's one of the cranes that we have here along the bay uh, dreaming of being an Adat Walker it has a little thought bubble and there's an Adat Walker in the thought bubble um, and that of course is based off of the the myth that George Lucas based the Adat Walkers off those cranes um, and so I you know I people okay. give out those stickers at farmers markets around here and things you see them all over the place and I had one laying around and I was like oh Steve needs something from me so
0: absolutely I that, that was very cool. Very, very cool. A little
1: touch of California with Star Wars for you.
0: Absolutely, and, and uh, also thanks to uh, this very nice man here. He, uh, and we talked about in the previous episode. Um, you can get some chain. Where was the chain you got it from? Was a store?
1: I I picked it up at a store called Michaels. Um, okay. And all it is is just a craft store. Um, and I got it in their jewelry section. They have a whole section for making jewelry with different beads and chains and clasps and things. And uh, I go. I just. I, I I'm on the lookout for the smallest chains possible. And uh Uh, I made the mistake a while ago of buying a silver one, and those just don't look right for Jabba's Palace uh, using a nice shiny silver chain, Uh, but that I sent you a really dark one. It's almost like a bronze color, and uh, I don't know, in my opinion, the scale and everything looks really good for it.
0: Oh, it's uh, fantastic! It's um, it's really. It took me a little while to get the the chain through, it, but um, I had great fun anyway. And um, look, it's better than the piece of string that Hasbro gave you. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I can understand the cutting back in cost, but um, that that uh, the chain you sent is just fantastic, and it drapes the right way across the kind of the figure and everything else. So um,
1: yeah and it's not too heavy. Perfect. It Doesn't pull the figure over really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. But um. Is there anything the, else in
1: the box? <laughs> <laughs> there
0: was one very other cool thing in the box you sent me, which was um, a great-looking piece like a, for a diorama, like basically the interior of a Death Star hallway. Which, yeah. Um, how did you make it? is it something you've…
1: It's um, All it is is it's uh, it's a couple of Nub Nubs decals. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And I printed those out. Uh, like I said, I used to work at Clorox, and I had access to all of their printers. And so I, I, every once in a while, I'd just print out some stuff on their nice laser printer. Um, and bring them home. And all that piece is is a piece of uh, pink insulation foam uh, that I picked up at Home Depot. And, you know, it's what I think it's like a quarter or half-inch thick or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I stuck the printouts on either side and just painted the edges black. And uh, that's actually because what I do, what I like to do is I have uh, these pieces of masonite, just kind of a thick hardboard, And uh, I use those for my bases when I build a diorama because foam core tends to warp when you use it as a base. Mm. And uh, so I use this hardboard so it doesn't warp. And I glue down a couple of – I I build the walls like I built the one for you and then I glue them down so that I have like a little base essentially to use. And I stick down a floor panel on there so it looks like uh, that. And the wall that I sent you, I had actually done four walls on a room. Um, and then I realized when setting up a diorama that with four walls, I can't get a camera in there. (laughs) And so I ripped off one of the walls and sanded the bottom of it a little bit and then just painted that black, and that's the wall that I mailed to you. Um, Excellent.
0: No, it's it's, it's so cool. One of my favorite scenes, in fact, we named the podcast after it, is the detention block and, yeah, the little playset I've got set up for that and that kind of area, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So now I can round it off, and I've got my little – uh, Uggenaut control panels I bought from Tonghori, five of them. I'm going to make a, a small piece. And, um, oh, you've got five of those? Yes. I, I, I know. So uh, well, I, it's a weird idea in some ways because it doesn't look quite like the um, uh, from the movie. But um, yeah, Tonghori had uh, Uggenauts with the Uggenauts <laughs> with those small contr- Bespin control panels, which if you lay them round in a kind of semi-arch is a kind of… Um, You know, I've been
1: wanting to do that exact same thing. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've so, got one of those little panels, and it's funny because it looks like a little turntable or DJ setup. I know,
0: some... I know. <laughs> I'd love to
1: get, I'd love to get two of them, and they just have Lobot standing behind them.
0: That's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Oh, that's so good. Or you'll there you can spend some money on Tonghori, and you'll you'll top yourself up. But, I've, uh... Six
1: tabs open of items I might buy from. But thank you, it's such a cool scene.
0: So now I've got this really cool Death Star scene and scenario. Come on, Hasbro, give us more playsets like that. No uh, doubt. I know, it's such a cool thing. But uh... So, yes, so that was it. Thank you again, sir, for all your, your uh, bits and pieces and your shopping trip. Um, oh, you're just get this welcome. stuff down. Yeah.
1: And, um, uh thankfully we got the uh we got those jabas on sale because i know of, uh, i know i know because with the shipping to get them over there it basically worked out to you paying full price for them but it's still cheaper and oh sure them over there and you can't find them over there
0: I, I mean we would have paid i mean that is an average thing to pay you would have paid about uh 40 or 50 bucks for that in stores here anyway um which i think i think it was 35 in the u.s you can always add on like 15 bucks is kind of what they mark up things uh, here for so um so, yeah, look, hey, more than happy. We wouldn't have got it if it wasn't for you. So um, uh, if anyone's out there and you want to uh, find a, a jab at, certainly they are on eBay. Shipping might sting you a little bit, but certainly for you guys in the U.S., uh, go ahead and buy one. Such a cool piece, um, which is a real shame. Hasbro seemed to say this has not been selling well, which is odd to me. But
1: um, I think if they had made it an exclusive, I think it would have sold a little bit better. Yeah, good uh, point,
0: actually. Yeah,
1: very good. Yeah. I don't understand those exclusives sometimes um, especially on the the, the the things like Java I, I mean especially when somebody's going to want that figure make you know make it available to everybody I think you know maybe the little weirder exclusive figures that, that people could either you know care less about maybe I mean maybe make them an exclusive I don't know
0: but again I, I guess they wanted to, you know the, these retailers want the love from Hasbro and something special that will drive customers to their store but yeah. Really, I, I, you know, I don't know whether yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. You buy it because it's the only place you'll get it. You don't buy it because oh wow, I would love to go to Walmart. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I, I'm not a fan of exclusives either. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I don't mind little ones. Like, I mean, like last year, Judo Cast was a Kmart exclusive, yep. and uh, you know, I don't. I haven't been to a Kmart in years. I I thought they went out of business, to tell you the truth. But, uh, um you know judocast isn't a figure that i'm really that excited about and so i'm probably not going to make a trip to walmart for that one but job of the hut is such is such an integral part of star wars exactly
0: yeah he was you really know big. i would
1: just think that he should be more readily available um so uh yeah i don't know i have a feeling we'll probably see him again in the next couple of years um
0: yeah, probably. Yes. When the Blu-rays and stuff, there might be something they'll do. I'm sure they'll do some kind of pack or something. But
1: uh, yeah, because I mean, you know, my nephew in a couple of years, he's going to want a Jabba the Hutt, and you know, he's not going to be able to get one.
0: Then. That's true. I know. I know. Oh, I'm sure we'll get it repacked and re-released, and yeah, and um, one of the other figures I, I picked up in eBay just related we were talking about Jabba's palace. Um, as I tried to complete the scene. Um, I managed to find a mana man. I think that's its name. The kind of yellow green. That is one weird figure. <laughs> yeah, it is
1: weird. It's like a giant leech with arms or something. I don't know what he is. Do
0: you have one of them? Do you...
1: Yeah, I've got one. You got uh, one
0: from the comic pack, didn't you? The recent kind of. Um, yeah, you
1: know, was... I got the I got the power of the Jedi one.
0: Okay, you have the same one as I do. His feet are kind of curled into each other. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, in this weird kind of thing and these humongous arms which just don't really move anywhere and then to top it off with these weird faces is a really cool staff with three skulls stuck on it How?
1: what condition is your staff in? It's I would really a, my staff <laughs> it sounds
0: really bad <laughs> my staff's in very good condition <laughs> um, it's uh this, this, it's a podcast let's keep it going right. um it's in excellent condition. It's a little bent in the in the uh, at the base, but otherwise the the skulls, these three skulls with the holes through for the eyes and the mouth, are, are in mint condition. It's hair, I think, that's obviously been. They almost look like weak ways. They're the skulls, but they've got this. Uh, they're kind of ponytails. That's that's how they're hung up. But um, kind of
1: reminds me of like the stereotypical like shrunken
0: head. Uh, we're we're losing you a little bit. i think, thinking the mic there. Um
1: I'm trying to think of like where it would seen this, like a, like the shrunken head sort of thing, like you see like, an, or things like that, where you had these little tiny heads and they're hung from the ponytail. It kind of reminded me of that.
0: Wasn't uh, that the Goonies or something?
1: It might have been the Goonies. I kind of think Beetlejuice had a shot or Beetlejuice,
0: sure, sure.
1: But the reason I brought up. Sorry. The reason I brought up the staff was the uh, mine is – it looks like a rope with this thing on the end. It's it's so bent and the plastic is so flimsy that uh, I can't straighten it out no matter what I do. And I actually cut mine – I cut the top of it off. I cut the staff off of it and I want to try and drill a hole and just put like a a little bamboo skewer or something in there so that it's an actual little staff.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: I've got all these plans that I want to do stuff. I just need to actually get around to doing them. <laughs> and now, now I have to move at the end of the month. So now I have to pack everything up. And oh, not, I hate packing. That's the one thing I hate more, the most about moving. Uh, just trying to put everything away. Of
0: course. Uh, no, I know it's. Uh, you're going to have to hide your toys for a while, which is not good fun. No, not, not at fun. all. Uh, um, I get one other figure this week, brand new from the vintage collection. There was a bit of a sale, uh in some of our target stores, and a reasonable-ish $12 for a figure uh, for us uh, was the blue Senate Guard from the Attack of the Clones wave, which has just hit in the U.S. Uh, it was one of the ones which um, had came out for us just to kind of uh, January the first, I think it was, and um, I never picked it up. Uh, I went for the kind of uh, the, the larger figures and, and the or the more known figures, um, and thought well maybe pick this one up at a cheaper price and. Actually, he's particularly good. Um, Kind of impressed by him. Stuck a video up, so if anyone wants to watch it, go ahead. We'll put a link in the show notes. But it's a very good uh, body underneath, very good sculpt, articulation, lots of guns. The cloak is exceptionally well done by Hasbro. Um, And even though we didn't think it was a removable helmet, it kind of is. You wouldn't want to remove it to display, but there is this huge... I think as you and I were talking, there's this big groove uh, on his head, but... um, really well-made figure by Hasbro. where really a lot of thought went into the design of it. And, um,
1: yeah, I liked, I liked in your review, how you, uh, you compare him to a couple of the older, uh, guards, uh, just yeah. to see how the bodies compare and things. Uh, I thought that was a nice feature in your review. And yeah, that head, that head is a little weird. As I, as I had mentioned to you, it's very similar to the, uh, the wave two or three Anakin that came out or maybe it was even wave one. Uh, but the the Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker, because uh, yep. his hair, uh, mine came off one day. I was just I was messing with him, and his hair popped off, and so I, I ended up having to super glue it. But he has that same groove in his head, uh, how the ah, hair fits okay. into his head. Um, and there's I can't remember now, but there's one other figure out there right now where the hair is a separate piece from the head, like that Anakin.
0: Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't
1: think of who it is right now, but uh, yeah, that's that's a new thing that Hasbro's doing. Um, uh, and I kind of like it. I mean, I think that that Anakin, in my opinion, looks way better than the old one. Uh,
0: and- yeah, yeah. You know, def- it makes such a difference. I think you're right. That the hair looks much more realistic when it has that kind of uh, – it's sitting on top of the head and it's not molded into it. Uh, yeah. Obviously more expensive for Hasbro to do, but uh, it looks good. It looks good. Hey, they're charging us for these more expensive figures. Well, <laughs> uh, that's Yeah. So so basically what we're doing is we're paying premiums for two toupees. That's really what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's wigs and toupees. So, um, you're sounding a little faint there again, dude. I don't know what it is. We're just, um, are we losing you?
1: No, no. I, Going into
0: an I asteroid had... field or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. Uh,
1: no, sorry. I'd open the window. It's a little bit stuffy in here at the moment. And it's, there's probably just a slight breeze that's adding to the background noise on my side. I apologize. No, for no, that. no, that's
0: cool. That's cool. You're back. You're back. Um, the other things I got this week one was a, uh, a, a, a deluxe figure or vehicle pack. Um, not the best. Um, again, the review up there if somebody wants to look at it. But it's more interested, and it was the figure, which was it was a repaint of the Captain Rex Snow Gear figure. And, um, man, I, re- I really want a good figure of these guys, and I'm just not impressed by these very, very thin – I don't know whether you've picked this one up, but, but it's very, very thin yeah. arms, and, yeah, not the best. Um, so um, not recommending the Freeco Speeder and uh, Clone Wars uh, – uh, cold-weather tripper that it comes with. Not the best, I have to say. Uh, but there you go. If anybody wants to have a look at it, you can. Um, something, I've just sent you a link there just now. What, I think you've probably seen this, um, and it was news. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Um, there are some new figures that have been announced uh, out there, and it was our friends at jedinews.co.uk put up. They had a toy fair in their country. Um, in Britain, and uh, they got a little sneak peek of Wave 6, which is kind of interesting, and if you've got a link, we'll have a quick look at it. But um,
1: Yeah, I'm looking at it right now.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, we get a, a new Luke Skywalker, and this is the one, I think, which is this uh, deagable landing, they call it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's basically a snow look with look um, without the gloves, and without the kind of skull cap. Yeah. But He's an awesome figure. I love the Snow speeder one. I think you did, too. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really did like that figure. Mm. Um, and this one looks pretty cool, too. I mean, it, it's a slight variation, but it's it, it's still a good-looking Luke.
0: It is. Uh, yeah. They've got, they've got everything. It's, again, when these figures are really articulating and well done, they're great figures. You wouldn't not want to pick them up. Um, the Clone yeah. Trooper, as well, it, obviously, uh, I think what we're getting here is ball-jointed hips. You can kind of see that in the image. Um, but it looks like a complete resculpt in some ways don 't know whether it
1: is he looks he looks a lot thinner because i have I bought that clone trooper in the legacy wave at Christmas time and, mm. uh, and he 's real bulky because um, I set him next to one of my clone wars clone troopers and uh, I mean the difference between the two of them is just ridiculous um, and this one looks like sort of a middle ground between like the clone Wars version and the legacy version that 's available right now
0: mm. Uh um, the, the, the next one on the wave, I'm dying to get because it looks really good. We've seen another image of the figure with uh, with the helmet off and its removable helmet is uh, the ETRT driver. Um, comes with a ton of weapons. Uh, yeah, he's uh, strapped in that picture there. He is, isn't he? Removable helmet, backpack as well. Um, completely new mold as far as I can tell. I've never seen that um, Still, they, they they brought him out in the past, but the, the the helmet wasn't removable, and it was a bit of a limited figure, a bit of a kit bash. This one looks mm-hmm. like they've spent some time and love on it, and uh, yeah, I love it. Really, really cool, unusual figure.
1: Yeah, he looks good on the package too. I'm looking at your photo there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other one, the weak way skiff Skiffmaster, we've talked about him, and that's coming probably to both of us in the mail. <laughs> um, he looks he looks good. So he's not bad. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's vintage, and he's he's going to round out Jabba's scenes pretty well, and.
1: Oh yeah, he'll look great on those mm. on those dioramas. I think definitely. Uh, yeah, and then there's a uh, another alien Jedi. Uh, I'm yeah, guessing yeah. from episode two.
0: He must, yeah, he must be Geonosis somewhere. Uh, Fiech Skirch. I can't remember what he's from, but uh, yeah, he's almost. You could have uh, said to me just if you'd shown the head only, I would have thought, well, that's another guy from Jabba's palace, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally. almost. It's just. Uh, I don't know what the species is, but um, yeah, he's that kind of. That kind of Jedi, so yeah. um, I can see some customizations and things going on there because you could uh, almost just stick that on a Skiff Master and you know paint it different and you get another another dude from Jabba's palace, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the last one is the
1: one I'm most excited about, is the from this wave anyway, is that that's a General Lando from Return of the Jedi. Uh, that's a really good looking figure. So many people
0: are really excited with this figure, and, and I'm just not getting it I don't know what it is it's um was this a big one when you were younger was it
1: um no uh I mean I I picked up the one I think there's a Power of the Jedi one that's out there um I never had this one in the vintage when I was a kid uh but I did pick up the one a few years back and uh and it's not the best Lando that that older version that I have uh I don't think the knees bend the arms have really limited articulation and it's a big ugly plastic cape um and so I'm really excited for this one just because it, it even looks like you might even have ball-jointed hips just mm, from this picture. It does, actually. Uh, yeah. um, but uh, I personally like this. I mean, I want this one just because it's a nice generic Lando after Empire Strikes Back. I mean, I have I have a couple of Landos from Empire Strikes Back, and it's cool. I mean, you know, it's Lando with the... You know, one of mine has a red cape, and one has a gold kind of cape on the inside, but it's, you know, the blue shirt and the blue exterior on the cape, and, you know, it's a Lando we all know and love. Mm. But if you're, like, if you're like me, and you like to set up, like, little, you know, EU kind of dioramas every once in a while, and it sort of takes place after Return of the Jedi, you don't really want Lando running around in his blue shirt and his, you know, gold cape. Uh, you know, you want you know, you want General Lando, uh, and so that's that's kind of why I'm really excited about this figure.
0: Mm. I don't know. I just I, my uh, Lando in my mind is always just you know uh, Lando from the the Bespin platform landing kind of area, and, and that's his Lando. I never really mm-hmm. got the Return of the Jedi version, and it just never seemed to sit with me that he was a general and he, he needed to be a little bit more roguish and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. like it looks like a good figure. Certainly, it looks like Lando from what we can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you see, bulge and tips it, and that cloak looks very similar to the, the Senate guard one. It's very, very cool material. Um, mm-hmm. same for the Viex skirt. It looks like something has been really invested a lot in the materials to make the quality of them pretty damn yeah. good. Uh, I'm very impressed with them in that area.
1: Yeah, the robe on that that FieX Skirk uh, however you say that, yeah. that Jetta, <laughs> it, it, it looks a lot like the robes they built for those Tuscan Raiders back in the VOTC line.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Nice,
1: soft, thin material.
0: That's a figure that's uh, due to come out again soon, I would imagine, or one which I think I'd love to pick up. Um, I'd love to see it on the Vintage card again. Yeah, I would. I would definitely. Um, again, that's a bit of an army builder for a lot of people. So, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, exciting figures. Wave 6 and there's some more Clone Wars stuff to come down the line too. So, um, wow, we're going to be spending more money. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. No, it really doesn't. Um, and one final one from me was, uh, and you can win one of these, as what said at the beginning of this uh, uh, show, uh, you can win one of these figures yourself, is a Sergeant Brick, which uh, I've put up a review for. Um, a very impressive bounty hunter from the Clone Wars. And um, yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes to that, but he's definitely worth one that, um, I think once people see him in the, the flesh... He's one that's uh, definitely worth getting to pick up. So, uh, so yeah, there we go.
1: Oh, I just tried to send you a link for one other thing I wanted to talk about while we were talking toys, but you have your chat turned off or something. Uh,
0: uh, no, I think you've no, I've managed to get it. Yeah. Uh, so but this is on yeah yeah on Rebel Scale on the Scum. threads
1: yeah. yeah. Okay, so this is I saw this thread the other day, and this is somebody did some custom heads, and I saw these, and it said something about Toy Fair in the headline. I don't really quite understand that. But these are actually heads that he built himself. These are not wow. put out by Hasbro. And he's got Emperor Palpatine, Han Solo, uh, Grand Moth Tarkin, Tarkin. Yeah. Yoda, and uh, and it's Empire Strikes Back Yoda. And then he's got Qui-Gon Jinn. And the head sculpts on these are incredible. They're awesome. Um, I mean, this is the Emperor that I've always wanted. He doesn't have, like, the scary zombie face. He's just got that really stoic, you know, just cold stare. Um, the Han Solo is a great sculpt. The hair, the hair has a little bit too many ridges, for my opinion, when it's painted anyway. But it's 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 better than anything Hasbro has put out. The Grand Moff Tarkin is especially once that you get to the painted picture. I mean it it looks like the movie. he has got the little scar on his lip and everything. And know, same with that's... the Yoda. I mean the Yoda just. I, it, I mean the the guy did not only an amazing job on the sculpts themselves, but the paint jobs. I mean like Emperor Palpatine's eyes are just. Scary! And, oh, they're, uh,
0: they're phenomenal. The uh, yeah, the Han Solo. Yeah, I know what you mean about the ridges and stuff. But uh, still, it's like the most amazing looking figure. It Really is the one you know, that I would. Uh, I wouldn't f- be
1: complaining about this ceremonial metal Han Solo that's coming out right now. Exactly. If, it, you know, if the sleeves were rolled up and the shirt was still unbuttoned, if it came with this head sculpt, I wouldn't care. I'd you know I'd go pick it up.
0: That um, Yoda is just the detail is unbelievable. That's you know, phenomenal. I, I,
1: I, looking at these, you know, when they give us an Empire Strikes Back Yoda, not these Clone War or you know Attack of the Clones ones they keep giving us, or Revenge of the Sith ones. Um, if they give us an actual Empire Yoda, I'm praying that the that the head looks similar to this one because that's the only problem I've had with all of the Yodas so far is it just it looks like the younger Yoda, and I, I want the old wise Dagobah Yoda.
0: Mm, yeah. mm. The one that the that, that guess, I mean, these these are stunning. We've got put, I've never seen these. These are really amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. But the one that seems to never kind of quite work for me anywhere, in any version of them, is Qui-Gon Jin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether that's the mullet or the kind of – it makes it look like kind of big dog ears or something. It's just mm-hmm. – it, it's it's, not, it's probably the best, actually, that's ever been done. But it's uh, I think it's all that extra hair is very, very hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think that's I think that's true for a lot of... I mean, they even have problems with, with figures like Shock T and stuff. You get those yeah. head tails hanging down and, it you know, what do you do with them?
0: Do <laughs> you know, it's one of the things that strikes me is when you see the... the and again, can't wait to post this and, and put this in the notes as well is Oh, the Palpatine's amazing. Is um, the heads on their own before they're painted would make a fantastic um, kind of stone sculptures. Kind of like yeah. you get to see, I think, in... Uh, the Jedi temple as they walk along, there's the stone head statues. That's what they Mm -hmm. look like unpainted. They're beautiful. Absolutely amazing talent. And that's by ever I think it is.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's his name on here. Wow. Uh, yeah, and we'll we'll post some links to these things because these are these are incredible. They are,
0: um, they are incredible.
1: Actually, I don't know should should we show people what they can't get? <laughs> That's kind of the way <laughs> I feel when I look at this. <laughs> I saw the thread and it's something about Toy Fair, and I was like, oh, these are new sculpts from Toy Fair, and I instantly looked at him and said, oh my god, I can't wait for these figures to come out. And then I actually read the article and was like, oh, this guy made it himself. And I guess because I was reading, um, he. I think he works in the toy industry because he was saying he would love to be able to create casts of these and sell them to people and share them with people. Um, But for legal reasons, he can't do that. Of course. Of course. And so all we can do is sit here and drool over them and saying, I really wish Hasbro would make them look like that.
0: I know. I know. Well, as he said here, I'm a collector myself. And the only reason I'm doing this is to cough, get the A New Hope Han Solo and a couple of other figures that I always wanted. (laughs) It's kind of right. We've we've never had… We've never had anything that looked like that Grand Morph Tarkin. Never had a Yoda that looked like that. Certainly never had yeah. a Palpatine that looked like that. Uh, yeah. Um we've came close with a Han solo, but his is definitely an improvement. Um and Liam Neeson as well. It's the closest one I've ever seen to perfection. But
1: uh You're not kidding about that puppy dog look though. There's a head all shot
0: of Rolf, the big brown dog. No? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally.
0: Oh good God. Um But the pictures, uh, even the quality of the pictures he's taken and the paint he's applied to just kind of uh, darken down hands white-ish top to the kind of yellow is beautiful. Amazing looking pictures. Nice find, sir. Nice find. Cool. We shall definitely have to post these. That's going to be popular. Talented guy. Very, very talented. The time that must take to do that is uh, phenomenal. So, yeah, clever guy. Cool. Well, anything else you've got to? Cheer and tolerance.
1: Um, no, I think that's about it on my end. Um, cool. I don't know. Let me see if I had. I had a couple of tabs open here. Um, no, nothing exciting or nothing. I mean, it's all exciting. It's all Star Wars. Um, you know, not, nothing crazy about, you know, if people keep an eye on our blogs, they'll see They'll yep. see this stuff. Exactly,
0: exactly. And there's tons more toy is around the corner uh, in the middle of February, and uh, we'll definitely be posting some pictures, and you'll know to get all of this stuff all across the web. We'll get to see the goodies that Hasbro are bringing out for the rest of the year. So it's... Uh, Going to be a very very cool time to drill. I love when uh, Rebel Scum again shout out to them. They're the ones who do it the best. Um, they post all the images of the uh, the toy fair and oh, it's just Star Wars pornography really. It's just uh, you get, get all this <laughs> lustful plastic for the next year and it's uh, it's great fun. So. Um.
1: I know I'm, I'm I'm having flashbacks to last year when I knew they were going to announce the At-At Walker because it had pretty much been confirmed at that point. But I remember being at work the morning of Toy Fair and just getting these floods of images <laughs> into my RSS feed and just going, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't wait till August."
0: I <laughs> know, uh, I know, tempting time. It's going to be
1: yeah. So yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And last year, last year was quite an anomaly. I mean, like you said, you know, they're turning out record numbers. This vintage line has really turned the line around, I think, and definitely. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do to keep this momentum going this year. Um, it's exciting. It is exciting.
0: I mean, there's all this vintage possibility they could have. And I think like this guy here that you've just shared, Evergreen on Rebel Scum, I'm really hoping, I mean, we're obviously going to get repack waves. We're going to get some disappointments. But like the Return of the Jedi wave and some of the Attack of the Clones and bits and pieces we've seen even this year alone, we're going to get some phenomenal figures. The articulation yeah. is going up everywhere. The quality of the cloth and the materials is going up the look looking more movie accurate. Um, what an amazing time to be a Star Wars collector, really. When you go back to the days of, you know, our vinyl cape Jawas and our, you know, extending lightsabers through Luke's sabers, uh, sorry, lightsabers through Luke's hand and stuff. It's a, uh, yeah, change times, man, change times.
1: Yeah, and I mean, all this stuff was revolutionary at the time, and it. You know what we have now wouldn't be available because if that stuff hadn't been around. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just such an exciting time. I mean, the the figures that are coming out these days, and and just the community around. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, I mean, it's it's so popular these days that the stores are supporting it. You do have whole sections designated to just Star Wars toys. And like you said, even though there hasn't been a movie released in you know six seven years, um, not counting the Clone Wars movie.
0: Yep. Uh, and uh Well that yeah. I mean that's it. We're we're talking that's all vintage, but we've also got uh we've got all the Clone Wars stuff to come and there's a ton of figures in there. If you think there's a lot of vintage <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So uh, Clone Wars, Clone Troopers and Jedi and uh, aliens and oh boy, and we've got Boba Fett to come back. I'm sure they're gonna bring a teenage Boba Fett in and we'll get all sorts so uh yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're, we're we're gonna be poor. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be exactly. poor.
1: Exactly. Um uh, shoot, what was it? Oh, yeah. One other thing. That's right. I was, I was blanking on this a second ago. You know, just like in our last episode, you know, we sort of stopped and said, you know, yes, we're bashing on Hasbro a little bit. Um, And, yeah, we do we do kind of dogdome about that Han Solo figure today and just sort of giving us repacks. But at the same time, like you just said a minute ago, with the amount of good figures that come out of this line, I, th- I, I think the good figures definitely outweigh the, like, sort of half-assed figures, for lack of a better term. <laughs>
0: I agree. You've got to have some half-ass to get these amazing wins, and I understand that from a profit point of view. But uh, yeah, maybe if they're making a little more money, maybe they can just watch the prices and you know, you know, maybe not give us too much, you know, lower down the half-ass stuff and up on the really, really cool stuff. Because look, it sells even more, um, and obviously that's a giveaway that 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 uh, wave three, the vintage uh, collection, uh, obviously sold so much that they're they're bringing it back out all over again. So that's that's a bit of a rarity. So yeah yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good
1: uh, <laughs> definitely
0: okay well I think that's another boring conversation anyway wrapped up and yeah. uh, we'll be back with another one soon and thank you again to everyone who follows us uh, around there uh, you can find wit um, at uh, dbsw.net and anywhere else you're on twitter at com uh, slash
1: slash dbsw um And, yeah, R2WitCo on most other places like Flickr and YouTube. Yep. Um, And, of course, they can find your stuff at FlyGuy.net. Correct. Um, And and uh, you do a pretty good job of linking out to your other things. Um, Yep. And for you people that want more toy stuff in the meantime, go check out his his YouTube channel. He's got HD reviews of figures and – yeah, you can kind of see over his shoulder and see his half-naked stormtrooper sitting in the background.
0: Which, one of these days, I'm going to get finished. But uh am <laughs> too busy doing podcasts and stuff. But yes, it is semi-naked, so uh, time to get some clothes on. It Winter's coming for me. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, thank you again for your time, sir. And we'll see everyone else soon. And um, yes, so from, uh, from you?
1: From me, from all of us, may the Force be with you. And check out the pages, play in the contest. We'll see you soon.
0: All the best. Bye.